Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello again, welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time. I am your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I have got for a first appearance of the season, I've got Emma. Hi. How are you? I am much better, thank you. How yes. are you? I'm very well, thank you. You've been groggy, haven't you? Yeah, I've been really sick, unfortunately. You've been, you got a, you had a voice like Helen Daniels for quite some time. <laughs> Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? She was a character, you know Neighbours, don't you, the TV show? Yes. She was a character on there in the sort of 80s, sort of husky voiced, uh, but she was like a, a grandma, she's like a gilf, kind of. <laughs> she's a well, thanks for that. I know it was but she had a recently. Sort of, she but... had a very sort of husky, gilfy voice. Yeah, well, I did have that going on for a bit, yeah. yeah. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> there you could go. Could have made some money on OnlyFans, though. Well, you could have done. I mean, they've changed their policy this week, so you, you, you're probably allowed to yeah. start making it again. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, so yeah, you never mind. You, you, you don't know, you could. You probably sound like an old smoker or something. <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay, uh, after I've insulted you and you're not going to come back ever again, let's talk about the uh, Champions League draw, which has uh, happened a couple of hours ago. So, if I read the groups out, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go through them afterwards, if that's okay. Yep. Okay, so, um, Group A, uh, Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, RB Leipzig and Club Brugge. Um Group B, Atleti, Liverpool, Porto, Milan. Uh, Group C, Sporting, Dortmund, uh, Ajax, Besiktas. Group D, Inter, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, and Sheriff of Moldova making their debut. Uh, Group E, you ready for some PTSD? Mm -hmm. Uh, Bayern, Barcelona, uh, Benfica, Dinamo Kiev. Group F, uh, Villarreal, Manchester United, Atlanta. Bit of young boys for you, Emma. Uh, group G, <laughs> Lille, Sevilla, Salzburg, Wolfsburg, and finally Group H, um, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, and Malmo. Have you got a list in front of you? Uh, yes. That's a no, isn't it? <laughs> I can find one. Hang on, oh, for God's sake, let me send you one. There you go. Right. Um, so, yeah, Group A is the sort of the group that everyone hates. Uh, Manchester City, Paris Saint-Germain, and with their oil money and then the sort of corporate fizzy drink people of Leipzig. So everyone's cheering for Club Brugger, I guess, in that one. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> underdogs. <laughs> um, I don't think that's as straightforward as Man City and PSG going through, though, do you? I don't think it is either. Leipzig are pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, I think they are as well. They had a good start to the Bundesliga. They won 4-1 last weekend. Um, and I know Stuttgart's probably a little bit different than Manchester City or PSG. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah, just slightly. Um but I don't think anyone will particularly enjoy going to Leipzig. Um, and they can certainly spring a few surprises, can't they? Yeah, absolutely. The The whole PSG Manchester City, does it, is it just me or does it feel a bit engineered? Well, the fact that they're together? Yes. Uh... Like the glamour tie and the thing that people wanted to see because they're the big spenders. You think that when someone put the balls into the pot, those two were a little bit heavier than the others and the people drawing yeah, them Yeah, it's slightly warmer than the others. Yeah, <laughs> good yeah. well have been. Um, yeah, I think they, you're probably right. And of course, you know, given transfer gossip this week, it could be Messi versus Ronaldo again. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't think. I think it. I think it'll be very interesting. Those games. I mean, who would you fancy out of those two? Because Manchester City, we're going to talk about in a bit, have lost out on Harry Kane, and mm-hmm. but they have got themselves a Jack Grealish, and PSG have got themselves a plethora of players this summer, haven't they? Yeah, they've had a pretty decent transfer window, haven't they? Really. I think so. Um, of all the teams, could have been in, worse. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah, I think of all the teams in Europe, I think they've possibly had the best. I mean, I guess it's a little bit aged as they've got Sergio Ramos and Messi, but I mean, I think they're, they're still... not in the first flush of youth, are they? They're not. No, but I still think they're obviously world class players that they are. So yeah, absolutely. Um, Man City beat PSG last in last season's Champions League, didn't they? But I think it like it will be a little bit of a different prospect. Do you think it matters if Mbappe leaves? Uh, well, Icardi's injured, I think, at the moment, isn't he? Um, yeah, but they've still got Neymar and Messi. <laughs> I think, in some ways, it might help them because at the moment, uh, Pochettino's got a shoehorn in Mbappe, uh, Messi, uh, Icardi, Di Maria, and Neymar. Um, yeah, I don't know how he puts all that together. No, that's a lot of. Uh, alpha males you've got to keep happy isn't mm-hmm. it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a bit of a blessing in disguise for him um, to uh, to lose one of them maybe uh, yeah where have Real Madrid found 160 70 million pounds from oh Florentino's probably found it down the back of his sofa yeah or um, in a check from the Spanish government because <laughs> it was 137 million pounds um, I th- Think, according to BBC Gossip, it has um, increased to 188 million pounds. Uh, Leonardo, the sporting director at PSG, I think he's come out and said that the player wants to leave, but it's up to them to yeah. offer the. He's right always amount. wanted to play for Real Madrid, though, hasn't he? I think he has, hasn't he? Don't think that's a secret. No. Um, but I don't know which one of them are bigger idiots here. Is it Real Madrid for offering so much money when they can get him for free in ten months? Or is it PSG for not accepting all of that money when he's going to leave for free in 10 months? I guess what, I mean, I guess the reason Real Madrid are doing it is because everybody knows he's going to be free in mm-hmm. a year's time. And I think they're going to be sort of some way down the pecking order, I think, a little bit when it comes to offering him wages next year. Because I can imagine Manchester City can sort of plod up and offer whatever they want, sort of. They can park up on PSG's lawn and fire tankfuls of $50 notes or something, can't they? Sure, but if he's if his heart is set on playing for Real Madrid, it wouldn't matter, would it? Are you suggesting that there's no amount of money in the world that can steer him away from Real Madrid? Feels pretty destined to me. You think? Yeah, I unfortunately. Was, I was suckered in by those Liverpool rumours for a few weeks. I know you were. You just, you just would not stop. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a good thing they had this uh, European Super League, wasn't it? To uh, because Florentino Perez said that the big clubs would be bereft of money if it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and look at him with a cool 180 million euros <laughs> to spend. How much money were Rafa Varane and Sergio Ramos on that they can leave, let them go for free and then sort of bid £137 million? Well, Varane didn't go for free. He went for like €50 million. Euros. Oh, he did, didn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they sold Odegaard to Arsenal for 30 Okay. But that's still substantially short of what... Yeah. You know. 
Uh, and having seen Real Madrid defend last weekend, um, I would <laughs> guess, maybe they've got Mbappe in mind for a centre-back. I don't know. They miss Sergio Ronaldo, don't they? <laughs> they do. So, OK, what's your top two from this then? Uh, Manchester City and Paris, probably. Yeah. I want it to be Leipzig, I really do, but it's just a bit overwhelming force, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right, definitely. And Club Brugge are probably just happy just to be there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just going to be happy that they're raking in all this money, but, you know, getting beat 8-0, it's... Yeah. It's getting... worth it, right? Yeah, but getting beat 8-0, we get swap shirts with, uh, uh, with Messi, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some club brute guy is going to be like <laughs> going crazy. So. Uh, okay, Group B is Atleti, Liverpool, Porto, and uh, Milan. Um, that's again, I don't think that's as straightforward as Atleti and Liverpool. No, probably not. Um, I don't know much about uh, the new Milan these days. They've got Pietro Pellegrini on loan, um, and they've got. Asandro Florenzi on loan uh, and they oh yeah they did didn't they yeah and they have acquired uh, Tonali uh, as a permanent signing but they've lost Chanaloglu so I don't know gaining a Tonali I don't know who's there last season on loan but gaining a Tonali is good but you have lost a very good number 10 in Chanaloglu who's gone to Inter of all places mm-hmm. um, wow mm. brave <laughs> yeah. uh, and of course you've got Zlatan oh of course yeah and How Fomori. Could I forget him? And Fomori, of course, who's joined as a centre back on permanent after being on loan there. So Yes, of course. But no Donnarumma as well. Actually, do you know what? I'm feeling better about this Milan team. Oh god, yeah, he went to PSG, didn't he? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> They've probably got Sebastian Rossi or someone back in goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, I'm feeling a bit better about facing Milan. What about Porto? Um They I can't think they came second or third last year. They got Sergio Oliveira, who's a very good player, but they lost Musa Morega. I know that because he's gone to the Middle East and he was a very good player of theirs. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did, didn't he? I still find that strange that he went to the Middle East. But money, I guess. Money, I guess. Yeah, he did okay in um, Portugal. He seemed to be sort of like their mm-hmm. main man, didn't he? Yeah. Money talks, Chris. It does. It does. So are we going Liverpool and Atleti in this one? Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, Atleti... They're going to be difficult to beat again. Yeah. They've got that going for them. Yeah. Oh, I got, again, I got PTSD to last year. Oh, and yeah, and you, you're going to have Luis Suarez coming back. He's already been back, do you remember? Two years ago. Don't talk about <laughs> it. Didn't happen. It's not a thing. <laughs> Why do you want to keep triggering all of my PTSD? <laughs> all at once. <laughs> uh, Green C, Sporting Lisbon, um, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax and Besiktas. Uh, I mean, Sporting Lisbon, I think they went they went unbeaten until like the very, very last game. I think they lost to Benfica in their penultimate game of the league season last year. Uh, they got some mm. very good young players, um, of which I do quite like... Um, Eduardo Cuesma. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's his surname. Because of the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Figured. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's going to be Dortmund, I guess, isn't it? Um, They've got Haaland, haven't they? They have got Haaland, yeah. But what about the others, though? Uh, Ajax, Rashictus, or Sporting? Um, Ajax aren't what they were anymore, are they? No, they've been broken up. That team really broke up. Yeah. Um, so I imagine it'll, I think it'll be Dortmund and Sporting. 
that's what I was going to say. I was going to, I was going to stick my neck out and say Sporting ahead of Ajax. Okay, uh, Group D: Inter, Real Madrid, Shakhtar, and Sheriff from Moldova who beat Dinamo Zagreb um, in the qualifiers that they can make their debut. I'm guessing we can probably discount Sheriff. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. Unfortunately, when Real Madrid spank Sheriff eight 0 is there going to be lots of sort of I shot the Sheriff headlines in marker? Probably. That's about that level. <laughs> uh, Inter-Real Madrid... Madrid team, there's no, the, there's no English team in there because, you know, they'd be doing it too, I imagine. Yeah, they, they definitely would be. Um, Inter-Real Madrid and Shakhtar. Uh, Inter, of course, have lost um, Lukaku. What a summer they've had. <laughs> yeah, indeed. They've got a brand new manager. Lost their manager. Uh, got a new one. Then they've got um, Lukaku, who's gone. So that means, I guess, Lataro will be remaining. They've got Chanaloglu, like I said. They've signed Eddie Ndjeko as well, haven't they? They did, yeah. So that's their youth policy. <laughs> Quite the Lukaku replacement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I suppose you can hold up a ball, but can he do it for 90 <laughs> that's minutes? It, yeah. That's where the similarities end. <laughs> yeah, and I guess they got... Um, they kept hold of Barella and Brozovic and people like that, I guess, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, they're just a bit... I mean, imagine winning the league like that and then just pressing the destruct button. Oh, we've got some of that coming up in Group G, don't we? <laughs> it's wild, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then Real Madrid have lost... You know, they got... Who did they play last week? They've had Militao and um, Nacho in defence, haven't they, recently? Yeah, they played uh, Levante last week and drew 3-3. Yes, they did. Um, I mean, Bale, Benzema and Hazard look very good for the first two games, don't they? But you do think this defence could be gotten. Yeah. The Spanish uh, press, they have actually forgiven Gareth Bale. Oh, have they? That's good of them. Yeah, he scored and they were happy to see him smiling. Oh, well, that's nice. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so I think yeah. they're going to be... Fairly free scoring, but when they come, I don't know. I, it, 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 it's weird to see a team lose players in key positions. I, you know, if they'd lost Ramos this season and maybe Varane next season, that's one thing. But to lose them both in the same summer seems a bit careless, to be honest. Yeah, and I think the Ramos one was really avoidable as well. Yeah. Um, because they offered him a contract, he said. No, he said that they didn't offer him a contract when he asked for one. Hmm. Um, and then they left it too late and the deadline passed. No. Oh. Um, so he was, so he, so he left. And Barcelona said, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, we'll show you how it's done. <laughs> Can you see Shakhtar breaking above one of these two? It's a difficult place to go, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well... They don't play in Donetsk, do they, anymore? Uh, but I can imagine it's still not a particularly fun place still to go and travel. It's a lot of travelling. Yes, it is, yeah. Um, they Real... could be Real Madrid, I reckon. They Madrid got lucky last year in the Champions League, didn't they? Was there an Eastern yes. European team that beat them at their place? I can't remember who it was. It was, yeah. I can't remember who it was either. Yes, um, because I oh, I mean, it, them celebrate. it was like Bratislava or someone like that, wasn't it? Because it was like Real Madrid and two other giants, and this team nearly qualified, didn't they? Yeah, I remember them seeing seeing them celebrate on the pitch. Yes, yeah. mild. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe you know they can they can sort of do that this year. I doubt it, but you never but know. But if if 
they get further than that. Real Madrid, they they're not great, are they? No. They haven't looked that great so far this season. And I mean, granted, it's only three games, but that the center of their defense looks very soft and easily got at. I think if they play one of the better teams, then they might not be so lucky. I thought they looked all right in the first game, which they won. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think it's one thing to look good going forwards, and the other one looking as bad at the back. I think maybe one sort of cancels out the other. Timo Courtois is going to be doing a lot of lifting this season. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be very busy. <laughs> uh, Vinicius has looked good so far this season as well, hasn't he? I thought. Yeah, um, which is, it's. I think they're finally happy that he might be living up to his potential. Hmm. Definitely. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a long time coming, but I think when it gets here, it'll definitely be worth it. Yeah. Uh, Group E, Bayern Munich. Group of death. <laughs> death by a thousand cuts. Bayern Munich, <laughs> Barcelona, Benfica and Dinamo Kiev. You'll be all right, won't you? You might finish second, but you'll get through. You might finish third. Third? Again, what? Who do you think is going to be second? Or is this just Benfica. you being pessimistic? Benfica. Benfica. Mm-hmm. Who have they got on that team? So they've got uh, Jan Vertonghen, haven't they? They've got Harry Seferovic, uh, who is a weird player that... Uh, he, he's, he's, I find him a really strange player that looks like he should be scoring a lot more than he actually does. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those in, in, <laughs> in yeah. the league I can think of. Uh, and they've got um, Julian Weigel as well, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Um, but, We're going to be down to playing children in defence again, so, you know. And we don't have Messi. You don't have Messi, no. So what, what's wrong with Jarl um, Piquet? He went off the other day. What's the synopsis on that? He tore his calf, I think. Did he? Ooh. Yes. It looked like he landed. He did something to his, did something to his calf. It, he landed funny without falling over, and it looked like he sort of jarred his hip or something, didn't he? Yeah, I'm sure they said it was his calf. Mm, Could so be wrong. Can't can... remember. How long is he out for? Uh, at least three weeks, I think they said. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe he'll come back after the international break, but... Oh, yes, two weeks off, yeah. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see. But he's getting old, and he's busy in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be president, so... None of us are getting younger. I know, right? Uh, but you reckon you'll go through? Ugh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Here's oh, we'll a... finish second. We won't run a start. Yeah, okay. But you'll be finish ahead of uh, Benfica and, and Dinamo. Uh, by the way, Bayern won 12-0 yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> uh, Group F. This could be interesting. This is Villarreal, Manchester United, Atalanta and Young Boys. Um, Villarreal in there because they won the Europa League, didn't they? So. Um... <laughs> wow, how disrespectful. What? <laughs> well, they're only in there because... They I, never, I never said the word only. No, it's just what it sounded like. It was implied. No, there was no implication. In fact, <laughs> I was just about to compliment them. Because <laughs> they beat Manchester United in the final, didn't they? They did in that extraordinary penalty shootout. Yeah, so I was, was going to be nice to them. Um, good, good. Yeah, because I was, I was just going to say, I don't think this is a case of two teams definitely going through. You know, it won't be Manchester United and a another, I don't think. Uh, Villarreal are really hard to beat. And then there's Atalanta. Mm. They've lost one or two players, Atalanta. some young boys. (laughs) Are they the ones you're rooting for? (laughs) Always. (laughs) Not too young, though. 
No. I leave that to be said. <laughs> I don't really think you did. I think the assumption was there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, what sort of... Okay, for those of the initiated who didn't watch the Europa League final, what sort of um, team are Villarreal? Uh, well, Una Emery is manager. So, you remember how Arsenal were. <laughs> <laughs> the free-flowing Arsenal team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, they are quite defensively minded. Yeah. They are counter-punches. But they have Moreno, who was the top scorer who wasn't messy in La Liga last season. And they've got some They've got some really good players. Um, and they have uh, Torres in defense, mm-hmm. who was... He didn't have a great Euros, did he, if we're honest? No. And they still got real um, Albiol? They do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he um, can't be too much older than Gerard Piquet, can he? <laughs> than spring chickens. Yeah. <laughs> but they had, I think they still have Chukwese, and um, they have some really good talent there. So you think they'll be sort of difficult to beat, do you? Rather than... I do think they'll be difficult to beat, yeah. And does that play into something like Atalanta are known for their free-flowing football? Are they going to sort of hit Atalanta on the break, do you think? Yeah, I mean, that's how they will try to do it. But this is an Unai Emery team, so... Yeah. <laughs> and do you think Oli might have learnt his lesson from the Europa League final? Or... Oh, do, do you think so? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? I, I'm finding this one really, really tough to call because I'm looking at Manchester yeah. United and Atalanta and think, well, they'll go to... And you just look at Villarreal and you think, mm. I find this you one just, really difficult. I don't think you can count any of those three teams out. No. I mean, we've, we've dismissed young boys here. I think we have, yes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, young boys. Yeah. Uh, Emma will look after you in other ways. Um... <laughs> Subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, go on, then. Who are you going to discount, then? Have those three? <sighs> Atalanta. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't say against, you know, Villarreal, because I've got to represent for La Liga here, so... Do you know what? I'm going to... Do you know what? I was going to join you with Atlanta, but I'm going to play contrarian to you and say Villarreal gives us some jeopardy nice. in that group. Yeah. <laughs> group G. Uh, someone suggested that this might. This is like a sort of group that should have been in the Europa League. It's um, Lille, Sevilla, uh, Salzburg, and Wolfsburg. It does have Europa League vibes about it, doesn't it? It very much does, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Lille, we were talking about uh, Inter winning the league and having their team broken up. Um, mm-hmm. Lille, very much the same as well. They lost their manager, who decided to go to uh, those um, calm people in Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and they've not started the best in the league. Uh, I haven't seen them. Did they... They've lost they're a couple. They're not doing so well. No, they're not doing so great, unfortunately, this time. Um, their team's pretty old, isn't it? Yeah, Jose Font is... Jose Font's probably older than Rua Albiol. <laughs> I feel like we're having a game of old defenders' top drops. Yeah, and then with Zlatan. I feel like this is some sort of Champions League from 2008, maybe. <laughs> It'd be great then, wouldn't they? Yeah. With PSG before all the money, they wouldn't even be in it. Oh, a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Sevilla as well, how have they started? They started okay, have they? Yeah, not too bad. Um, oh, with um, some interesting. They're top of the league. So. I was, yes, no, I was <laughs> going to say Eric Lamella. Yes, 
Yeah, they've made some interesting signings. And they signed Monreal, the guy from River Plate. Okay. Um, and they signed another defender, a Swedish guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they signed Lamela, who scored, like, I think he scored two goals on debut. Yeah, he did. That was funny. He was only on the pitch, like, two or three minutes, and he scored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I thought they were doing a crazy thing when they um, let go of Brian Hill to Spurs as part of that deal, but maybe not. No. I've got to be honest, I'm not entirely sure how to call this group. <laughs> Salzburg are in their first season yeah. after Jesse Marsh leaving, aren't they? Uh-huh. Um, so they're in a sort of season of transition, maybe. I don't know. I'm going to go Sevilla and Salzburg. Having entirely yeah. dismissed Wolfsburg. <laughs> uh, do you know what? I might go Sevilla and Lille. Okay. Just for the old man. <laughs> <laughs> You're all about the Dilfs. I am. <laughs> uh, finally, Group H, Chelsea, Juventus, uh, Zenit and Malmo. Um, can we see anything beyond Chelsea and Juventus? No. <laughs> I can't either. Seems very unlikely, doesn't it? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, okay, right. So uh, that is the uh, Champions League. Um, various different squads have been announced for the international games. Uh, Jesse Lingard has got a recall. Oh, uh, four fabulous substitute minutes he made against Leicester City on Monday, obviously. Um, made a real impression on Karen Southgate. Uh, and Patrick Bamford is back in the squad as well. Is he? Yeah. Oh, interesting. There was a fabulous photo of last week of Reese James walking over to take a corner in front of the Arsenal fans and them sort of being as I imagine you would be seeing a rival walk towards your uh, section and take a corner. And you think it was only about three or four weeks ago that they were cheering him on and Wanting him to the best thing ever. People have got very short memories, don't they? They do. They do, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. It's an England squad uh, for qualifiers against Hungary, Andorra and Poland. Uh, is this the thing that... Uh, is this all going to be okay with clubs and stuff, with quarantining if they leave the country? Uh, I don't think any of those countries are on the red list, I guess. Otherwise, they would be because... Um, we Premier League won't release players to red list countries, so Argentina, Brazil, and Egypt are affected. Uh, yes, yeah, Spain won't release them either. I don't blame them, to be honest. Do you? No, of course not. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it must be ridiculous. I think um, Infantino has written to Boris Johnson uh, to ask him to reconsider. Oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll get right on that. Uh, yes. Well, I mean, if he makes half the effort he's made with um, getting things right in Afghanistan, I'm sure nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't blame them whatsoever uh, for refusing to let them to refusing to let them go. I don't know why you'd want to go as a player, other than to see your own family back home. But yeah, nobody wants to represent their country that much in a friendly and or qualifier, do they? Or not enough to risk your life or something, maybe. Because I know there's yeah. been some talk of a few players not wanting to take the vaccine because of the effect that. Um, or they're not sure of the effect that it's going to have on their body. Really? Yeah. Oh. Um, a few, I think Steve Bruce has talked about it. I'm sure it is. If I've got it wrong, then I'm sorry. But I'm sure Steve Bruce has talked about this because they were struck down a lot with COVID last year at Newcastle. And mm-hmm. despite this, some of their players are still a bit about taking it. Well, as someone who's been vaccinated, you feel crap for a couple of days and you feel better. I didn't even feel any of that. I was quite disappointed. Really? No, I was very disappointed. I was like mowing the lawn and everything. I thought I really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wanted to be in bed. Just... Yeah. 
weeping. <laughs> Why can't I be in bed watching telly rather than out here mowing the lawn and <laughs> chopping down bits of tree and stuff? <laughs> See, if you could play, you could have played a game of Premiership football. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, Carabao Cup. So results this week: Newcastle beat Burnley four three on penalties. Um, uh, Southampton eight, Newport didn't as they didn't score already. Um, West Brom nil, Arsenal six. So crisis averted for um, for Arteta. You sure? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Barrow nil, Aston Villa six. Uh, what else have we got for Premier League teams? Uh, Leeds three, Crew nil. Um, Wolves beat Nottingham Forest four nil, and other games happened. <laughs> so the draws come in. Uh, now the big teams have sort of entered. The uh, European teams have entered. So uh, the draw for the next round of the Carabao Cup is going to be uh, Arsenal play Wimbledon. Um, Brentford are going to play Oldham, uh, Brighton, Swansea, Burnley, Rochdale, Chelsea, Aston Villa. Uh, Leeds will play Fulham, Manchester City will play Wickham, Manchester United, West Ham. Millwall versus Leicester, Norwich, Liverpool, uh, Preston, Cheltenham, QPR, Everton, Sheffield United, Southampton, Watford, Stoke, Wigan, Sunderland and Wolves versus Tottenham. Um, there we go. I'm, I'll be surprised at all if any of those stick out at you. <laughs> All of them. Both. All of them equally. <laughs> yeah, love, love that competition. All fixtures matter. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll take the knee for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pep Guardiola has confirmed this week that he's going to leave Manchester City in 2023 at the end of his contract. Um, he said he would like to coach in South America, either in the Copper or the uh, Copper well, Copa America or the Libertadores um, after a break. The sort of little caveat with that is the fact that he was talking to a company called um, XP uh, Investimentos. Uh, that's not made up. Um, they're a Brazilian company. Um, so I guess he might have been playing to the gallery a little bit. But yeah, he said he's going to be leaving in um, season after next. He does that. It is nice, though, that he does announce. If he gives you warning that he's going to quit. Yeah, does this not all seem a bit sort of regal? And I might be over here, I might be over there, but I won't be here, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could see him as an international manager. Can you? Mm. Uh, as a very, very intense human being, would he not miss the day-to-day -day interaction? Maybe, but I think he could channel it. I mean, especially if he wants a break. So he, you know, he doesn't want to be so intense anymore. No, because he's lasted at City longer than he did at Barcelona and Bayern, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh. Uh, and he took a break after both of those jobs, didn't he? So yes, he did. It's it's his mo. Do you think because of his intensity, he's going to channel up all that intenseness into one week's worth of? training and those poor 22 players whichever ones he gets they're going to be running to the ground over the course of a week yeah maybe like you know three months <laughs> three months worth into one go <laughs> yeah he just goes and manages like Paraguay or somewhere or <laughs> Chile exactly and uh, just runs them into the ground <laughs> yeah I mean it's nice to say that he wants to go do something different you know I mean I guess he's done Europe hasn't he yeah, I mean, what more can he achieve with Manchester City apart from winning the Champions League? Yes, and you know he's done the biggest club in Germany. He's done the biggest club in uh, Spain, and the biggest financial club, I say, in um, in England. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can he test himself in Italy because he played there for Brescia for a while, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he do. 
Yeah, maybe you could go to Juventus. Did you see him as manager of Juventus? I guess so. Inter. Inter would be really, really interesting, wouldn't it? Because, you know, Juventus, mm -hmm. although they sort of lost last year, they're, they sort of dominated for so long, whereas Inter are always like sort of on the verge of being a basket case of a club. Um, yeah. Yeah, they, that'd be quite they good. They are hovering around chaos all the time. Yeah, or what about like Milan, a team that are like sort of in the sort of midst of a rebuild or something like that? That would be interesting. Yeah, but it for teams like this, it involves them buying into the project, doesn't it? Because he usually takes like a year or so before things kind of move in his style. Yeah, I guess they do. Um, but I mean, he's he's done it with a big. I mean. Barcelona's a little bit different, I guess, because he bought players through on the whole that were obviously sort of academy players. But Bayern, he sort of had the dominant team. Manchester City's mm -hmm. had the dominant team. So, so to see him do a sort of rebuild like he did at Barcelona, that would be really good. I guess it would shut those people up and say he's a bold fraud. <laughs> he yeah. can only do it because he's been given a hundred million to spend. Yeah, a checkbook manager, yeah. Maybe he's not, I mean, yeah. he, he had a drugs ban in Brescia, didn't he? Maybe he's not allowed there for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't go back there for a while. And he played in the Middle East for a while, didn't he? Maybe there's something over there sort of attracting him. Um, you know, maybe well, he's of... an ambassador for Qatar, isn't he? So. Yeah, maybe he's going to go join Xavi or something. <laughs> wow, dream team. Yeah, exactly. I'll get the band all back together. You know, get Rafa Marquez over there and Piol and. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, like Piol could be the chef, and then Iniesta could be the um, the sort of physio or something. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> to Valdez putting the cones out in the morning. Uh, right, should we talk about some gossip? So we talked about um, yes. Mbappe going to uh, Real Madrid. Lucas Campos to Liverpool. Really? Yeah, that was on the BBC website today. Interesting. I would love For that. How much? It didn't give a figure, unfortunately. Oh. Um, yeah. but, well, I can imagine for Liverpool, hopefully free, because they're sort of very much uh, against spending any kind of money whatsoever. But um... They do seem to be this season. <laughs> yeah, we've lost Genie. Um is he, is he a similar sort of player, do you think? Or is he more of a sort of attacking midfielder, do you think? He's more attacking than Genie, I think. Is he? So would he play mm. in a front three or a middle three? I think he could do both, really. Yeah? Mm. But you'd probably play him in midfield, right? Because he's not going to get in ahead of Salah or Mane or... I think he could. I mean, there's Jota as well now, I suppose, isn't there? For competition yeah, up Jota there as well. Yeah, Firmino, whichever but, one of them it is. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, Gini Wijnaldum wore five. Campos wears five for Sevilla. <laughs> he does. Yeah. It's, it's in the stars. <laughs> yeah, for free. Yeah, oh, lovely. <laughs> no, I think it'd be fantastic. Probably won't happen. Uh, Christian... <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo to Manchester City. That looks like it's probably going to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, apparently they have some sort of tentative agreement with yeah. each other, but... Lots of Manchester City fans outraged. Uh, Manchester United fans outraged at... Uh, really? The yeah. The sexual assault and rape accusations won't <laughs> take the shine off, but playing for Manchester City will. Yeah, exactly. That's the it's thing. good to know where people are at, really. <laughs> um, some people have been tweeting pictures of Jadon Sancho with Pep in his Manchester City top from when he was there. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Just to be scabs, uh, scabs, uh, scallywags. Uh, Saul to either Manchester United or Chelsea. What's the talk in Spain about Saul? Because it's been going yeah, on here Saul. all summer. Saul, sorry. 
Saul. Saul. <laughs> Saul. Um, to Chelsea seems a weird move. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why? Where's he gonna play? Their midfield seems pretty set. Yes, it does. I imagine the Manchester United one, he would get in ahead of someone like Fred McTominay, maybe. Um... Yeah, but I would get in ahead of Fred. <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, McTominay or someone like that. So, how old is he? He seems to have been around a long time, Saul. Saul? Saul, uh, sorry. Saul. <laughs> I'm going to make you say it right. Saul. Saul. On Homeland, they called him Saul. So, you know, it's, it's like three or four different ways of saying it. Yeah, but he wasn't Hispanic. No, he wasn't. He was um, He was Jewish, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's 26. Oh, is he? Okay. He seems to be around a lot more. Yeah, it's because he's been playing for a bloody since he was like eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, feels like a, a an interesting move for Atleti to let him go. I don't know why that would be a thing. What's the talk in Spain been? Uh, all I've heard is that he's he was linked with Chelsea, but. I don't know how likely it is to happen. Because okay. the the more the Chelsea thing here, the thing that we've been hearing about is that they're going to sign Jules Kounde from Sevilla. Yes, uh, I was just going to say that um, because Kurt Zoom is probably going to go to West Ham for twenty five million, which leaves the door open for Chelsea to sign Jules Kounde. His release clause is sixty eight million, um, but Chelsea wants yeah. it lower than that because you know, of course. Well, they <laughs> but... won't get it lower than that. No, um, are um, a severe known for playing hardball? Are they, or have they got like a Daniel Levy type in charge? Well, they've got Munchy, don't they? Oh yes, the, they do. Um, yeah, so I, I think he he can hold his own here. Who would win um, between Saul uh, between um, Munchy and um, Danny Levy? Ooh, fight for the ages. Yeah, in some sort of um, administration standoff. <laughs> Stubborn and obdurate. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like Levy would always win that. I think so, yeah. Uh, so people reckon Jules Kunde is probably more likely, do they? Are they talking about that being more or less done? Yeah. Or... Um, which makes me really sad because I really like Jules Kunde. Yeah, I do. It's a shame to start hating these players when they join these clubs, isn't it? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have just waited and done better than that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Um... Yeah, Jules, he's been mentioned a few times to Chelsea. I think that's one that's been talked about over the summer quite a lot and probably will happen. I've saved this one till last for you. Um, Elijah Mariba to Chelsea or Leipzig? Well, he is a contract rebel. Is he? Go on. What's that? He doesn't want to sign his contract. He wants more money. Does he want more money or does he want more guaranteed playing time? He wants money. Oh, does he? he? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Laporta says he wants money. Okay. Um, so I'll take it with a pinch of salt. But because <laughs> that man has a very complicated relationship with the truth. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he, he wants money, and we can offer him that, and he's very good. Do you blame him, though? Because bearing in mind we saw that leaked thing last year saying how much, like, Pjanic and um, uh -huh. Coutinho were on per week. Can you blame him for wanting more? Because he, does he offer more to the team currently than those two players do? Yeah, absolutely he does. Um, is he just picking the wrong moment, bearing in mind everybody else is taking a pay cut? <laughs> yeah, I think I think he needs to read the room a bit. Because <laughs> uh, there's no money here. <laughs> That's the whole problem. We don't have it. But based on form and 
potential and how he did with the team last year do you think it's unfair what he's asking for not no i don't think it's necessarily unfair because his potential is huge mm. i think that kid will be a star um but he's still very young and but then i guess he sees pedri who's you know 18 and he's probably earning more than him yeah yeah, I think he's going to end up going. Um, but I don't. Is he going to get much game time at Chelsea? Just again, feels like the wrong move for him if he wants game time. Yeah, it says Chelsea stroke RB Leipzig. Um, he might get game time at Leipzig. Yeah, that mm. might be quite interesting. Mm. It's funny with yourselves because um, Aruha came on last week for. PK, uh, Ricky Pudge. Um, Ricky Pudge seems to have sort of left a, a poo in um, uh, in Ronald Koeman's shoes or something because he can't sort of get on for love the money. But you know he's um, he's a man of huge potential, isn't he? So there are those yep. young players there, which if you can get them to hang about long enough, could probably weather you through this storm, couldn't they? I'm, I think that's the plan, but <laughs> you've got to give them reasons to stay. Yes. And I don't think we've got a lot of those right now. Yeah, you can only rely on your name for so long, I guess, can't you? And now Messi's gone as well. Yeah, and I don't think... Do you want to play with Pjanic and Martin Braithwaite is going to sell it? Yeah, I don't think much. it is. <laughs> I mean, I love Martin Braithwaite. He tries so hard, but it's not a world beater, is he? Yeah, when he nicked that one over the bar from about eight feet out last week, that was... Um... <laughs> <laughs> seem better yeah seem better, seem better. Uh, and finally William Carvalho to Norwich who a lot of people over the- here think is a mythical player because for years he was linked <laughs> with Manchester United and never actually went he was like linked with all these teams like they could be signing William Carvalho and he's like oh, William Carvalho he's this like this sort of like we talked about the um, when we first had the Gulf War in 1991, we talked about the Iraqi Republican Guard as if like these guys were sort of like the bogeymen, or you know they were going to be like the most amazing soldiers we'd ever faced. It turns out they were a load of rubbish. Um, is William Carvalho the Iraqi Republican Guard of 1991? I don't think he's a, a load of rubbish. I think that's a bit harsh. <laughs> is he likely to run away in the desert, away from a load of American tanks? But if he joins Norwich, he might run away from Norwich as soon as he gets there. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, whenever I've seen Betis play, he does seem to start as a sub. He doesn't seem to start that many games. Yeah, he doesn't get a lot of game time. No, unfortunately. And he didn't play much for Portugal, did he, this summer? No, he didn't, did he? For, I mean, sort of four or five years ago, he was like, sort of, I wasn't sort of being flippant, but he was sort of seen as some sort of future world beater, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was it, wasn't he? He was like, oh. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, speaking of it uh, being it, uh, let's go through some transfers that have actually have happened. Every Moore, who remember him, he was supposed to be like the next big thing after Euro 2016. Uh, he's left Celta Vigo to go back to Turkey on loan. Um, Giovanni Simeone, son of, uh, he's gone from Cagliari to Verona on loan. Alex Soloff has gone from Leipzig to Real Sociedad on loan. I think that's a quite good signing for them. Oh, that's an interesting signing. Yeah, he, uh, uh, up front with Isaac, that would be um, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Are they two very similar players? Is he, is he quite a sort of uh, tall header of the ball in the back of the net type goals? Isaac, or is he a bit more sort of cultured than that? Isaac. Yeah, Isaac, sorry. Uh, 
bit more cultured than that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he, he had a good Euros as well, didn't he? Yes, he did. Um, and he has, he's he's got a lot of potential in him. I think. Yeah. He's biding his time for a transfer to a big club. I mean, he could have had one this summer. I think. You think maybe they've talked him into one more season or something? Yeah, I think maybe it was probably he will benefit from another year at Sociedad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Delaney, Dortmund to Sevilla for 5.1 million. That's a good signing as well. I saw that, yeah. Um, maybe that does mean a Campos is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just putting dots together now. <laughs> the number five jersey is free. Thomas Delaney has turned up. <laughs> it's going to happen. It's in the stars. <laughs> uh, Lucas Torreira has gone to Fiorentina on loan from Marshall. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Pietro Pellegri, who was the first player born in the 2000s to, or the 21st century, to score in Serie A. He's gone back from Monaco back to Italy. He's gone to join Milan on loan. Um, he was a player that had really good potential. He's kind of lost his way a little bit at Milan. Alessandro Ferenzi, like uh, I told you pre-record, has gone from Roma to Milan on loan. David Zappacosta has left Chelsea to go to Atlanta. Uh, Brandon Williams has gone from Manchester United to Norwich on loan. And finally, I think this is why Liverpool wore black armbands at the weekend. Zerdan Shakiri has gone to Leon for five point nine million pounds. <laughs> wow, I'm so sorry. Oh, provider of assists <laughs> to Genie Wijnaldum in Champions League semi-finals. <laughs> <laughs> I am really sad about that. I'm impressed that they got money for him. I'm yeah, I'm equally impressed they got money for him. To be honest, but yeah, it doesn't make me any less sad. <laughs> Uh, he's a good player, isn't he? He is. I've loved watching him. Um, we were linked with him a couple of times. When he was at Basel, we were linked with him before he went to Bayern. And then when he was struggling at Bayern, we were linked with him again and he went to Inter on loan. And then we were linked with him for a third time before he went to Stoke. Um, and then we finally got him. He is a fabulously gifted player, but mm. we just couldn't guarantee him starts, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Did you see the thing about him this week where uh, he had a hair transplant, didn't he? <laughs> ah, it didn't work, did it? Do you know why it didn't work? Go on. Because nobody told him he wasn't allowed to wear a hat or a hood or head to footballs for six weeks. <laughs> so he carried on as usual. <laughs> <laughs> Hero. <laughs> I think you have, to, you have to embrace these things when they happen to you, don't you? <laughs> yeah, just style it out. Exactly. Know. Lean I mean, into it. Ravinelli looked pretty cool with his grey hair in his early 20s, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Just lean into it. Yeah. Uh, okay, right, bits and bobs of leagues. Okay, so I haven't done tables yet because we're still way too early in the season. Um, but in Spain, it's Atletico Madrid versus Villarreal, uh, Barcelona versus Getafe, Betis versus Madrid, and Elche versus Sevilla. Which ones of those jump out at you? Well, I try not to watch Barcelona, so... <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh... Ter Stegen might be back, so that's good news. Yeah, Neto was looking a bit iffy, wasn't he? God, he's rubbish, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, years ago, there was a bargain supermarket here, or like a discount supermarket here called Neto, and I was sort of thinking about that last week, watching him play. <laughs> that's where he belongs. Yeah. Uh, you could be right, that's at home, isn't it? You only struggle away against good teams, don't you? <laughs> and at home against good teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Real Madrid are playing Betis, which should be a good game. Yes, that's 9 o'clock Saturday night. That should be a good game. Um, yeah, that'll be fine. Yeah. 
Madrid Atleti as well. That's oh, right. Um, Atleti Villarreal as well. Yeah, should be fun as well. I think that's Friday night, isn't it? Uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Sorry, I knew it wasn't Saturday, and I just took a punt really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in Italy's Hellas Verona versus Inter, Atalanta versus Bologna, Milan versus uh, Cagliari, and Juventus versus Empoli. In Germany, it's Wolfsburg versus Leipzig, Bayern versus Hertha, and Dortmund versus Hoffenheim. In France, it's uh, Reims versus PSG, where they think uh, Messi could be making his debut. Uh, Non versus Lyon, and probably game of the weekend is on Saturday night. It's Marseille versus Saint Etienne. Uh, around the world, um, in Russia, it's the Moscow Derby. It's Dinamo play Locomotive. Um, it's Rangers versus Celtic in Scotland. No Stephen Gerrard because he's self-isolating. Uh, in Canada, it's the 9:05 Derby in the Canadian Premier League as Forge FC play York United. Um, but it is all going on in MLS. Okay. Are you ready for this? Okay. It's the, Cana- yes. it's the Canadian Classic as Montreal play Toronto. Uh, it's the Florida Derby as Orlando play Miami. It's El Trafico as LAFC play LA Galaxy. Um, it is, it gets better, it's the I-70 Derby as Sporting Kansas City play Colorado Rapids. Uh, it's the Dylan Wolpers Derby as Houston Dynamo play Minnesota United. I've no idea who or what Dylan Wolpers was. <laughs> And finally, it's the Hell is Real derby. It's the Columbus crew plays Cincinnati. Hell is real? Yeah. <laughs> wow. There you go. That's a great it's name, isn't it? Yeah. I still think El Trafico is probably... Um... <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so they look pretty decent. Do you get to see Scottish TV in your apartment? Do I was there? Will you be able to see Scottish TV in your apartment? Scottish TV? Uh... uh no, probably not. Okay, well, if you can find a VPN to watch Rangers versus Celtic. Have you ever watched one of those before? I have. They're crazy. Yeah. That could be a great way for you to spend a Sunday lunchtime. <laughs> oh, lunchtime. Ooh. Hopefully I'll be in bed. Yeah, it's not like you have to get out of bed for anything, is it? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, let's go to the Premier League then. Twelve o'clock. Uh, oh, sorry, twelve thirty on Saturday. Um, BT Sports. The David Rocastle Derby as uh, Arsenal play Manchester City. Um, Arsenal have lost their last eight versus Manchester City. That is their joint worst record against a specific team. Um, they've lost their last six versus Premier League champions, conceding three goals in the last five of those games. Uh, and Raheem Sterling's last six games versus Arsenal has seen five goals and two assists. I've been trying to find something positive for Mikel Arteta, and I can't. <laughs> I fear for them. I really do. <laughs> I do as well, yeah. Uh, this feels like three losses in a row, bottom of the league going into the international break, doesn't it? Uh, yes, and that 6-0 victory against West Brom in the Carabao Cup will be forgotten by about the fourth minute, I think. Yeah, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, can we say something about the fact that they've not got Harry Kane and Sergio Aguero's gone? I don't think we can, can we? <laughs> Does it matter to them that they didn't get Harry Kane? No. Apparently, they were uh, Spurs were offered Bernardo Silva, Raheem Sterling, and Gabriel Jesus, or one of the three. Um, but either for Harry Kane, for Har- yeah, because I don't think. Manchester City wanted to go up to this 160 million pound figure, so they were saying like, you know, here's 125 plus one of these players, and either those players said no or Daniel Levy said no. I can imagine if I was one of those players, I'd say no. I would also say no. <laughs> as much as the, lure, the sort of lure of London might be, um, 
playing in the conference it's league for Spurs. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's definite sort of push and pull factors there. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is going to be very pretty. Uh, no, it's really not going <laughs> to be that. I mean, Arsenal probably have Obama Yang back and Lacazette, so they've got that. Yeah, they do. They've also got Pablo Marie in defence. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, don't, about. you don't think Pep's going to say, you know, come on, lads, it's uh, it's Mikel. He was here with us for a long time. He's having a rough sort of go of it at the moment. Let's be nice to him. <laughs> He's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> let's only win 5 0 instead of 8. Oh, you think that's what it is? It's not like let's sort of draw nil nil. It'll be sort of. <laughs> stop it, stop it. They're already dead. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think we're both going to go for City on this, aren't we? They think so, yeah. <laughs> uh, Villa versus Brentford, uh, three o'clock on Saturday, the Scott Hogan derby. Um, Brentford, two clean sheets so far. Uh, Villa so far have been ruthlessly efficient with their four shots in the Premier League so far this season. Four goals. Uh, is that One efficient? One of them was an overhead kick. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Wasn't that something special? Um, four shots in two games. This is on target. Four shots in two games. Is that sort of efficient or would you be worried if you were Dean Smith, the manager? I think I'd probably be worried. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to get you through a Premier League season, is it? No, probably not, no. Um, 2016-19, to 19, uh, Brentford versus Aston Villa, they won three and drew three. So that's not so long ago. Um, what do you reckon this one? I, this one's quite difficult to call, actually, I think. Yeah, Brentford seem to have adjusted okay to Premier League life, but granted, they have only played Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> and Crystal Palace. <laughs> Who have, with the yeah, next Arsenal so, manager. Yeah, so, you know, they've had a bit of a gentle start <laughs> to life. You think this, okay, Villa at home, I think, by the looks of this, so you think they might sort of... Feels like a draw to me. Yeah, I can see it being a scoring draw. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for that then. Uh, Brighton versus Everton, three o'clock Saturday, the Peter Harburn derby. I had to go back a bit. Peter Harburn was born in 1931. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brighton got six points so far. Neil, Mo- Neil Mopo scored in both. Um, they started all right, haven't they, since um, Graham Potter's sort of grown his magic beard? <laughs> is that what it is? He looks very handsome, doesn't he? It's very distinguished with that it beard. It suits him, actually, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can imagine maybe that's one of those things where Mrs. Potter has been pressuring him for some time to do it, and now he's done it. <laughs> what if she hasn't? What if she's been nagging him to shave it off, and he's like, no, I can't, it's my lucky beard now. What do you think? So if they go on some sort of 10-game winning streak, he'll look like sort of Grizzly Adams or Stig of the Dump or something. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he lives in the woods somewhere. <laughs> Captain Caveman. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, okay, Brighton six points so far. Everton, they've averaged seven shots on target um, in their first two games. Uh, And Richarlison against Leeds, he created five shots. Oh, sorry, he had five shots and created three chances. So this doesn't really fit into sort of um, boring Rafa narrative, does it? Not really. How he's actually just come back from playing the Copa America and the Olympics. Yes. Um, Richarlison then just gone straight into the Premier League is crazy to me. They're probably sort of snapping half mid-November or something, won't he? <laughs> he's going to need a rest at some point, I well, think. Well, I guess he's probably got a two-week rest now. Nobody can go to Brazil from this country. Yeah, I guess so, he does. Uh, so he might sort of have a little sort of well-earned rest there. Um, but yeah, you're right, he can't really have gone on holiday or something either, can he? Yeah, no, he's, he must have just gone straight to the Copa America, where they got to the end of the competition, because they finished second. Mm. And... 
they won the Olympics. <laughs> it's not like he even went to the Olympics and came home early. He has a gold medal. So every game it was possible for him to have played, he has them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Brighton started well. Everton obviously sort of started with a few more goals than maybe people were expecting from uh, the boring fat Spanish waiter. Um, <laughs> that's Ryan's words, not mine. Uh, so, again, I think this is a little bit of a sort of difficult one to call. Brighton at home that possibly might tip it in my favour for me. Yeah, me too, I think. But yeah. I think it'll be close. I don't think, I think it'll just be by the odd goal. I don't think it'll be... Yeah, like 3-0 or something. Yeah, it'd be quite interesting because obviously Dominic Calvert-Loon's quite a very sort of uh, physical player, but you've got Shane Duffy back, who's doing well uh, after his loan spell, mm-hmm. and um, Lewis Dunk as well. So the two of them will have to sort of marshal Richarlison and Calvert-Loon, which I guess might be quite a handful for those defenders. Yeah, um, but they seem to have started really well, so... Yeah. Did you see that James Rodriguez wasn't even sure who Everton were playing last weekend? <laughs> I did see that, and uh, yeah, what are they going to do with him? Uh, I don't know if he's injured or not, but or if he's refusing to play. But well, he can't go to Colombia, can he? For um... no international, so is he just going to sit at home in Liverpool, wondering who they're going to play next? I could. Do you remember? Um... I don't know whether you remember mid nineteen nineties Middlesbrough. The 96-97 season. So Middlesbrough signed Janino, Fabrizio Ravinelli and Emerson. Um, mm-hmm. And it all went wrong because, you know, they had all these great players up front, but they still couldn't <laughs> defend. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, they, why wouldn't it? And they still couldn't defend. Uh, Emerson, in the middle of that season, when AWOL, he literally went back to Brazil and refused to come home um, for about sort of five or six weeks. And he missed loads and loads of games. And he literally refused to come back. Um Middlesbrough uh, had a um, sort of flu bug go around the ground uh, or go around the players um, and he wasn't there either uh, so they were very very short players and they were due to play a game against Blackburn and they called the game off on the Saturday morning and would dock three points for it um, and they were relegated at the end of that season if they turned up and got an absolute hammering at Blackburn they would have stayed in the league but they got minus oh, three no. points Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Everton need to... Um, get hammers back pretty quick <laughs> it's funny he's quite infuriating though isn't he because he has all of the talent in the world yes and what is he doing with it <sighs> i don't know what motivates him um but i do wonder if he'll look back in about sort of 10 years time and think i really caught that bit up Mhm. i think he might i mean i wonder if he's like a would he be happier as a marquee mls player do you think oh maybe that's an interesting idea yeah, he'd obviously have to take some sort of wage cut, and whether he'd be willing to do that, I don't know. Um, but as a top-level European player, I think he's probably done. It doesn't seem like it's for him, <laughs> does it? No, he's, what's he doing in Madrid? Bayern Munich, he was on loan out for a while, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, he at Monaco? He might have been at Monaco, possibly. Um, I feel like that's where Real Madrid signed him from. Yes, they possibly did. Uh, mm. But yeah, it seems like maybe his time in Europe feels like, unless he does something particularly good at Everton, it feels like his time in Europe maybe come to an end, and maybe you know, MLS or the Middle East or something next for him. Oh yeah, Middle East money. Yeah, 
if Maybe that's that... the thing, I guess. I guess that's, yeah, I guess so. And, you know, he might have a hundred family members to support. So, you know, he might yeah. need all the money yeah. he wants. So, yeah, you don't sort of begrudge him this, but you do wonder, sort of wonder on a personal play level whether he might sort of start yeah. to get a bit wistful. Um, Newcastle versus Southampton, three o'clock on Saturday, the Olivia Bernard derby. Newcastle at home versus Southampton. Um, they have, of their last 15, they've won 12 and drawn three. Uh, and they've won their last four against Southampton. And Southampton have lost 11 out of 12 away in the Premier League. Um, but, they, <laughs> but they looked decent uh, against Manchester United last weekend. And I know that I was at Southampton. Yeah. yeah. And I know that was against... I know that was at home, sorry. Um, but yeah, I thought they looked pretty impressive. They looked fairly solid at the back, didn't they? And then the three up front looked very good. Yeah, and they've lost a few players again, haven't they? So they're rebuilding again. Yeah, Hasan Hootl is saying he doesn't see any more players going. Well, that's good for them. I'm not sure they've got any more to lose. <laughs> and it's a surprise that Liverpool haven't bought any. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm shocked that they let Danny Ings go. I wonder what that was about. It sort of came out of nowhere, didn't it? Because it was on, on yeah. the same day that Jack Grealish happened, I think. And, you know, everyone's building up to this Grealish news all day. And all of a sudden, oh, Danny Ings is gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a very strange thing for them to do. I don't... Yeah, I mean, Che Adams has been building in his potential for the last couple of mm-hmm. years. He only scored one goal season for last, but last season he got a few. But then he seems to be getting those few from working well with Ings. But Adam Armstrong is was fairly prolific in the championship. Um, so maybe that's, you know, Southampton's thing. Mm-hmm. Get him cheap yeah. and make him good and sell him on for a profit. I don't know. It seemed to work for them in the past, so... Yeah, it seems to. Uh, Newcastle's Matt Ritchie... Uh, has created nine chances so far in the Premier League. That's the second most behind Trent Alexander-Arnold, uh, of course. Um, naturally. <laughs> naturally, who's created ten, because he's better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how do you think Newcastle are going to get Oh, Southampton are going to get on? Uh, well, if their away record is anything to go by... <laughs> yeah. They're not going to win, are they? <laughs> no, they're not going to win. Uh, Steve Bruce, last weekend, he, he was bemoaning the fact that he didn't get a couple of sort of chances via... By, uh, sort of via VAR um, and I think he was sort of complaining about the fact that the sort of footballing official gods are against him um, oh. it sounded a little bit like moaning and I imagine if they have a bad start against Southampton it won't take long for the fans to get on his back it's a bit early we're two games into the season mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't bring that card out yet it's too early no I say that but um, Jürgen had a bit of a moan last week as well yeah I, I heard said that the Burnley players were too physical or playing rugby or something. Well, to be fair, one literally picked up Diogo Jota and threw him on the ground <laughs> when the ball was about 20 <laughs> yards away. <laughs> so but he kind of had a little point, I guess. Um, but yeah. It's a bit early for the morning, I think. I think so, unless he's envisaging Chelsea being quite sort of rough and tumble this week. Yeah, I think they might be. Mm. Uh, yeah, Newcastle Southampton, then, what do you reckon? I think Newcastle might win. Yeah, I think you're right. I hope they it's don't. Southampton's away record that really sways <laughs> me here. If I ha- yeah, you're right. If I hadn't known about that Southampton stat at St James's Park, I would have gone Southampton. But never read that. Yeah, it's not it's not good reading, is it? No. Um, okay, Norwich versus Leicester, three o'clock in the Steve Walsh derby. There was a player. Um, <laughs> Steve Walsh is just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely lovely. I'll take your word for it. Well, he played from about 1986 to 2000 for Leicester, and that was the exact same time I was growing up in Leicester. So ah, I he see. was, yeah, he, local hero. Local hero, yeah, definitely. Um, 
an allegedly local hero of many of the players' wives. Uh, but that's a different oh. matter. <laughs> uh, Jamie Vardy hasn't scored away in the Premier League. That's allegedly, by the way, Steve, if you're listening. Uh, Jamie Vardy hasn't... <laughs> we could score away. Uh, Jamie Vardy hasn't scored away from home in the Premier League since December, uh, which was against Spurs. Um, and of course, Leicester lost 4-1 against West Ham in the week. They did have Perez sent off. Um, did you see that yes. tackle? I didn't, but I heard it's not great. It wasn't nice. No, it was... It's one of those ones where you look at it, you can just hear the crunch. No, yeah, not good. Yeah, so they're going to be without him. Um, and they were all right for a bit against West Ham. They were sort of 1-0 down, 2-0 down. Then it got back to 2-1, even though they had 10 men. And then Soyun Chu, I think somebody else made a couple of sort of major errors at the back and it ended up as 4-1. Um, Leicester's last five... Uh, Leicester have won their last five against teams in the bottom three, though, by an aggregate of 13-1. to And it is Norwich. It is Norwich. Yeah. You have shipped a lot of goals so far this season. Yes. In their two games. So they definitely do need William Carvalho very quick. They do. <laughs> they do. The <laughs> mythical William Carvalho. I can imagine him sort of sailing up the river like some sort of... Um, he arrives on some sort of ship wearing this big white robe and angel voices <laughs> as he arrives as he steps <laughs> off the boat. <laughs> some sort of Viking longship or something. <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, they need to win. Norwich do. They seem a nice team. You know, I like they, Josh Sargent they, and I like Todd Cantwell. Yeah. They... Sorry, you That's were saying. It. They're too nice, aren't they? Yeah, Daniel Fark seems nice. He <laughs> does seem lovely. <laughs> and Norwich is actually quite a nice place as well. So. <laughs> they might need to get a bit nastier if they're a bit more competitive. Yeah, I think they, they do. Survive. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to go Leicester on this. Yeah, me too. Okay. Uh, West Ham versus Crystal Palace, 3 o'clock on Saturday, the Neil Ruddock derby. Um, West Ham have never won their first three games in the Premier League. Um, I think the last time they did it was sort of uh, in the old first division. And Mikel Antonio, who scored two goals the other day, has now got the most Premier League goals for West Ham. That's 49. Um, Tony Cotty is the highest scorer in the top flight in the mid-80s. He got 50 goals. Um but he started incredibly well, hasn't he? Yeah, and his cardboard cut out. Yes, that was a lovely celebration, wasn't it? <laughs> it was crazy. Um, did ever he seen... just have that laying around all the time? I'd love to think he did. <laughs> have you ever seen his um, Homer Simpson celebration? I haven't. Uh, I can't remember the episode, but the one where Homer sort of lies on the ground on his side and pretends he's running in a big circle. I think that's oh, the yeah, episode. Yeah. Is that the episode where they all have a fit in the hotel room? And he sort of joins uh, in for the sake of it. Oh, sure, that was that one, yeah. But there's one where um, he had he had been experimented on by the army so he didn't have to go to dinner with Paddy and Salma. That's right, yes. Well, that was on Channel 4 that week, that Simpsons episode, and Michael Antonio must have seen it watching his dinner because he said that was his um, inspiration for that celebration. <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully. Um, I mean, he was playing... I want right... good things for him now. <laughs> oh, I do. Um, he was playing right-back for West Ham only a few years ago. Um, they signed him from Nottingham Forest, and there's a Nottingham Forest fan I spoke to on Twitter who actually is a Nottingham Forest fan account but run um, via the medium of Simpsons memes memes nice <laughs> yeah he's pretty cool actually uh he says Antonio is the best player to come out of forest for a long time but then he did qualify that but that's not actually saying all that much um <laughs> yeah so um there was talk of him playing for england but then he sort of chose jamaica in the end didn't he did 
Did he? Yeah. I wonder if he regrets that now. I don't know. Imagine every international break, you get to go play on a tropical island. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you're at home, you're playing Jamaica. If you're away, then you're playing some Caribbean island or Central America or somewhere nice. You could get used to it. Yeah. I mean, I've got to be honest, I've had a tremendous fear of snakes. So I think if I chose to play for a different country, I would sort of, I'd, I'd be very much in Scandinavia. <laughs> <laughs> or Ireland. Ireland, I haven't got any snakes. I qualify for Ireland through my dad, so, you know, they haven't got any snakes. Oh, there you and, go. St. Patrick You're a future Irish international. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, Liverpool versus Chelsea, half past five on Sky on Saturday. That is the David Speedy derby. Um, Liverpool's last 13 against Chelsea. They've won six, drawn five and lost two, although they did lose to a Thomas Tuchel Chelsea in uh, March. Um, Lukaku's only got one goal in 11 versus Liverpool. Really? That, that... I mean, it's been a few years since it's been around. It does. I mean... You look at that and you think, great, but then you think, well, I have been watching him in Serie A for the last two seasons and he did very well in um, <laughs> against Arsenal the other day. Are you worried about Lukaku running at Van Dijk and Van Dijk's knee popping out of his place again? I wasn't until you said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was tr- you need to think about these things. Yeah, I was trying to think of Lukaku versus um, Matip and Van Dijk versus Lukaku against Pablo Mari and Rob Holding against Arsenal last week. And they are an entirely different prospect. I hadn't thought about his knee, and now I have. <laughs> it's the, it's a pretty big test for his knee, I think. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be. Um, I don't know if he's lost any pace since his knee injury, Virgil. Um, Hard to say when you're playing against Norwich and Burnley. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll certainly be able to see it on the weekend, I guess, won't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I've said the seed of doubt in your mind. I mean, the seed of doubt is always there. You know, it's, ne- it's never not <laughs> there. Watered it a bit. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea have got seven wins at the Coliseum. That is the second most of any team behind Manchester United with 12. Um, so, you know, seeds are already well and truly sown based on past performance. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not optimistic then? <laughs> Uh, Lukaku versus Virgil and Matty that could go either way I reckon their midfield versus our midfield um, who do we have, who do we, have? If we didn't pick Hendo the first week Fabinho wasn't there last weekend because his dad died uh, oh. I'm guessing he might not be there this weekend because I'm thinking I mean if he had to go back to Brazil, I don't know if he did or not, then I can't imagine he's him being there. He's probably quarantining. He's probably quarantining. If he grieved from Liverpool, uh, and maybe because he wasn't allowed back into Brazil, maybe that's a little bit different. He might be available this weekend. Um, so, yeah, he could either be a big loss or a big gain, depending on uh, whether he's there or not. Because we've had James Milner in midfield, we've had Navi Cater in midfield, which is, you know, that's nice and everything, but... Mm-hmm. Um, we really shouldn't let Genie Wijnaldum go. <laughs> Chelsea didn't even start N'Golo Kante against Arsenal. Didn't they? Yeah, that's how good their midfield is. Yeah. That's, so yeah. good luck with this. <laughs> well, and then we get to the front, which is, you know, our three versus Thiago Silva, I guess, and Antonio Rudiger. Uh, I don't think Silva played against Arsenal either. Oh, didn't he? So would that be Zuma? I don't know who he played. Oh, they're selling him, weren't they? They are, so they wouldn't have played here. Christensen, I guess. Christensen, yeah. Andreas Christensen. So, 
Do you know what? I think it's going to be very different that I imagine that midfield is where it's going to be won and lost. And I fancy them in that midfield area with Kante and Jorginho, who I think is fairly underrated, I think, in his country. Because he's one of those players that I don't think people sees what he does. If you see what I mean. He does sort of he yeah. does small things very effectively, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think the midfield is where it's going to be won. And I think they've probably got us in the midfield. So you think you're going to lose? Yeah, go on, cheer me up. No, I can't. Or do you think we're going to lose as well? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know they were only playing Arsenal last week. <laughs> yeah. But Lukaku, he looked great. Going to make it worse for me, because I, di- I, I didn't watch the game. I've only seen highlights on YouTube. How did he look great? Was it his positional play? Was it his speed? Was yeah, it he, running at players? Or what was it doing? He does seem to have learned a lot. Um, and improved a lot in the way that he holds up the ball mm. and um, he's kind of yeah he's kind of holding up play and <sighs> yeah he looks great he looks <laughs> he looks complete and of course ex Everton as well yeah he's got all the reasons hasn't he he has hasn't he God <laughs> Jesus it's going to be a massacre isn't it <laughs> I mean you know you never know Virgil van Dijk is the best defender in the world, right? No, no, Stacey Lovren. Sorry, second best defender in the world. <laughs> yeah, but like you say, I think this is probably van Dijk's first big test. Yeah, well, Matip was out for a long time too, right? So, yeah, yeah. both of them? God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe Canatio, yeah, maybe Canatio Gomez will get a start ahead of Matip. I don't know. Yeah, Gomez, who's also been out for forever. <laughs> God. Maybe Nat Phillips will get a start. <laughs> Maybe Tuchel will just do the right thing and start Timo Werner. Oh, do you think he would? Out of charity? No, of course not. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Uh, right, well, that takes us to Sunday. Burnley versus Leeds, 2 o'clock on Sky in the Clark Carlisle derby. Um, Chris Wood is Burnley's top Premier League goalscorer of 46, but goalless in his last five games versus Leeds. Um, and since Rafinha made his debut in the Premier League last November, uh, he's got nine assists, which is the most of any player in the Premier League. That's lots. That's lots and lots. Um, this is like a meeting of two separate styles, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be a weird one, isn't it? To yeah. watch. This is going to be like the Battle of Winterfell. So, you know... <laughs> Burnley are going to be the, uh, the sort of the living on one side of the walls and Leeds are just going to be this army of the dead wave flinging themselves. Wave, <laughs> flinging themselves helplessly at the sort of wall of Burnley defenders. <laughs> <laughs> I think Burnley... Might not be that helplessly either. Sorry? Might not be that helplessly. No. And, you know, Bielsa being the sort of Night King. Look what happened to the Night King there. Yeah, just needs to watch his back for a small girl coming to stab him. Yeah, this of course makes Sean Spoilers. Dyche. <laughs> this of course makes Sean Dyche Arya Stark. <laughs> <laughs> if you can imagine her with a gravelly northern voice. <laughs> wow, who could have? I'm never gonna unsee that image. <laughs> um, Burnley last week, apparently, who um, they played a very sort of traditional British four-four-two formation. And their players, their squad numbers of those players were all 1 to 11 in the right positions. So Sean Dyche was uh, proper keeping it real. <laughs> wow, that's that's dedication <laughs> to the past. Uh, what do you reckon this is going to do? Is this going to be Burnley grabbing a win or are they going to sort of find their way through these um, these walls? 
Well, I mean, if Jurgen Klopp, what, what did he say? That they were both too physical. Yeah, I get a feeling Leeds wouldn't have a problem with too physical. Uh, Liam Cooper and, so. um, and Calvin Phillips, I think they'd be all right with that. Yeah, I think Leeds might win. Okay, yeah. I was thinking draw, but I can see that. Okay, uh, two o'clock is Spurs versus Watford in the uh, Dean Austin derby. Right, so Spurs, six points coach so far. Harry Kane tweeted this week to say that he is staying um, with the words this summer, probably doing the heaviest lifting of that tweet. <laughs> uh, and in a fit of um, masochismo, is uh, now demanding £400,000 a week from Spurs, apparently. I did suggest on Twitter tonight that maybe his brother, is, uh, who's his agent, is paid by the hour and is just sort of looking for trouble. <laughs> He's just looking for things to do. Um, wow. Both of those things seem crazy. <laughs> those things are not going to happen, are they? Uh, he's not going to get that much money out of Spurs. No, he's got four years left on his contract. That's the whole reason he's staying. I mean, all they're going to do to him again is say, look at your contract. <laughs> you signed it. Yeah. They're not going to suddenly cave in over this having not sold him. <laughs> <It's> very <laughs> unlikely. Yeah. Um, God, it's, it, it boggles. The mind absolutely boggles with something. The thinking of someone like this. I mean... Can you imagine George Mendes or Mina Raiola doing this? I mean, <laughs> yes, I suppose. They but... never would. That's... Or maybe they would do it better. <laughs> That's it. They would do it better. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, he's staying. I mean, I asked Jessie last week what she thought would happen. She said she thinks he would have stayed. Um, she's. I... I don't know whether she's got her wish, but she's got her prediction. <laughs> I just checked. Uh, and he scored two goals tonight in the Europa Conference League qualifying. Oh, well, there we go. I mean, he had a good reception from the fans on Sunday. I mean, you know, if all he needed was 20 minutes just to stand in front of his own fans in, in, in Molyneux, then it worked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all is forgiven Harry, I guess. Yeah. They're not calling him a Judas scumbag now, are they, on Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> At least not to his face. No. No, definitely not. Uh, okay, how do you think this one's going to go? I think this has got Watford sort of written all over it. it, it not Watford, sorry, does, Spurs. Sorry. Sorry, mm. I got that wrong. Spurs, sorry, I think. <laughs> you think it's got Watford written on it, do you? I don't, I don't think you're wrong. I really you think it's Watford are going to win. exactly like the type of game that Spurs would lose. Do you know, you're right. They've won their first two games. They've beaten Manchester City. Harry Kane says his stakes. A home banker against Watford. They are going to lose yeah. this, aren't they? <laughs> That's, it just, it, it's Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to go with you on that one. Uh, and then finally, Wolves versus Manchester United. Dennis Irwin, Derby, half past four on Sky. Um, Wolves won 2-1 at Molyneux last season. Uh, sorry, Manchester United won 2-1 at Molyneux last season. Uh, Manchester United, four points so far. Wolves, no point having lost to Spurs and Leicester. Hmm. Not a great start. No, not a very great start at all. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to get relegated. I think they're probably going to sort of bobble around 14th, I think. It's good that they have uh, Jimenez back. Yes, he's playing with some sort of rubber band around his head. I mean, it sort of begs the question, should he be playing or not? But <laughs> I mean, yeah, it feels like he probably shouldn't be. Mm. But he's obviously passed enough tests to be allowed to. Yeah, I mean... Must... How do you head a football there? It must make the sort of angle of the ball coming off your head a bit weird. Also, wouldn't you be scared? Yeah. God, yeah. That you were gonna, the same thing was going to happen to you again. Oh, very like much the so. the slightest knock was going to put you in hospital. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, but to be honest, I think that probably happens a lot to footballers. You know, you've, you're out for eight weeks because of a dodgy tackle that someone's put on you. And then your first week back in training or your first game back, the first tackle comes in and then you sort of wince. And I think that probably, I think that's probably a thing that happens a lot to footballers. Yeah, you're right. And they may be, may be used to it. Having said that, I don't think it'll make any difference on um, Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> no, me either. I don't, think. <laughs> I don't think they've got much of a chance, do they? No, I don't think so at all. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go for Manchester United winning that. So that brings us to the end of our Premier League round. One bit of news, just to sort of... We just remembered halfway through talking. Um, Gary Neville is releasing, like, a series of sort of meets where he sort of meets players from the past and he sort of has a sort of one-on-one with them. This week is uh, an hour-long walk with Roy Keane. Um, Roy Keane's walking his dog. He's invited Gary Neville along with him. Gary Neville has bought a present. Apparently, he buys a present for each of the guests. And... Um, Rather sensibly, he says, "I don't know. I didn't know what to buy you, Roy. So I bought something for the dog. Um, so he got out a couple of toys he bought for the dog, and Roy Keane said, the dog doesn't like toys.' <laughs> <laughs> and I can just imagine Roy Keane's dog not liking toys. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, you know, if you, you can't imagine a Roy Keane dog bounding around a field, uh, sort of chasing a ball or something, can you? <laughs> no, there's no, there's no tail wagging." No, it probably sort of looks on scorn with the other dogs that are doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Look at them behaving like children. Yeah, catching frisbees and, you know, canine, da- <laughs> canine gamers gone. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, uh, have you got any other business? I do not. OK, right, so that brings us to the end of our podcast. Um, we do appreciate your uh, patience with us, listeners, because we had a few gremlins in the works last week with regards to uh, uploading the extra time podcast from last week and i think ali and uh, dave's show as well so um ali dave and simon will be back to uh review the games that we've been previewing here and talk about events that have happened over the weekend if you like what you hear you can uh follow or subscribe to us on acast spotify stitcher uh, or apple itunes if you really like what you hear you can leave us a five-star review and tell us all about it uh you can follow man of the post on twitter and instagram at man of the post and give us a like on facebook as well emma there's, yes. no point, there's no point saying this to you, is there? Because I can't follow you. <laughs> no, Chris, how do they follow you? Uh, they follow Man on the Post. They follow Man on the Post at Man on the Post. They can follow me at Sietchingham77. They can't they follow you anywhere, can they? No. Chris's tweets are all full of nuance. You'll love them. Follow them. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was, I thought it was a brilliant nuance tweet, but, you know. There you I go. thought it was too. <laughs> Maybe things look different in print. You can't pin, sort of find sarcasm in print. <laughs> you can't. No. <laughs> but there we go. Anyway, uh, thank you ever so much, Emma. You're welcome. And always remember to keep your man on the post. <laughs>